It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Running back, get it, man. I'm straight off the block. I can run it back, nigga, cause I'm straight with the rocks.
Folks, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey, and this is your Monday episode. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, when we get into the interview with Sophie, we're two. Is this our? This is our second week of the new year. It feels. Like I posted a meme that I made that uh, Thirty Rock meme of uh, Tina Fey's Lemon talking to uh, Jack Donaghy, and she's like, uh, usually the line in the thing is like, uh, "What a week!" And Alec Baldwin's character is like. Lemon, it's Monday, you know, like, and that's what I feel about this year is that, uh, what a year. And I'm like, it's only January. It is only January. I picked that mashup, which is a beautiful, you know, it starts off fun and then it gets kind of reflective and there's a line in there. One day you're here, next day you're gone. And I got to tell you, you know, that uh, this podcast, you find out, we find out that Bob Saget just passed away. Now, Bob Saget, of course, uh, Danny Tanner on Full House, uh, very prolific stand-up comedian. A lot of people don't know his stand-up comedy. Uh, it was very dirty, uh, but he's very well respected and everybody online um, seems to have a good memory about him. Even Pete Davidson, you guys, broke his internet silence and uh, had his friend tweet a statement for him, um, which, uh, let me read this to you. I mean, it was nice. Everybody had the the, the, the just amazing things to say about him. Uh, his uh, Pete Davidson statement says, I don't have social media, so I asked my friend if he could post this for me. Just wanted you guys to know that Bob Saget was one of the nicest men on the planet. When I was younger and several times throughout our friendship, he helped me get through some rough mental health stuff. He stayed on the phone with my mom for hours trying to help in any way he can, connecting us with doctors and new things we can try. He would check in on me and make sure I was okay. I love you, Bob. It was an honor to know you. Thank you for your kindness and friendship. My condolences to the family, Pete Davidson. Now, the amazing thing about that, not that it's Pete Davidson, but what what I really got struck with in reading all of these tributes to him tonight was 
you know, that's one person, but it seems like he had a million people like that saying kind of amazing things about him and how much they had helped him, how he had made their life better, how he was always a good-hearted person. Um, I, I never... I never got to meet him, unfortunately. I do tell a story in the Sophie uh, pod where I did interview, to, I did audition to play Bob Saget in a Lifetime movie, which is just wild because I don't look anything. I'm not as tall as him. I, it's just wild. But anyways, that's my big Bob Saget memory. But, uh, you know, I just think, and, I, and believe me, there is the interview with Sophie is so much fun. We have a blast. We're so silly and stupid and goofy, and we cover everything, all the new TV. I finally watched nine episodes of Yellow Jacket this weekend, which is wild, and I'm obsessed, like I was afraid I would be. Um, and we go into Kim and Pete and Kanye and Kanye's new boo, boo, Julia Fox, the restaurant Carbone, Balenciaga, all of that stuff, you guys. But I wanted to start with it. You know, there's a couple things about the, the Bob Saget thing, because I think it's so ridiculous is that, you know, as humans, we have to get used to. Like, it's so ridiculous that we have to get used to death, that we all know it's there, that we have to, like, get used to it, that we just have to accept it. And it's kind of bullshit. Like, that's the rage against the machine I want to I want to fight against. Like, the fact that we have to accept that bullshit, you know, that each one of us has to. I mean, we try to make light of it and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, that's it. And it's hard. So you want to make you want to make use of the time that you have here. And it is so it's so uh, scary sometimes because you work so hard, right? Like you got families, you got all this stuff. Life is moving so fast. And the older you get, it really does. It picks up, it picks up, it picks up. And you want to be that kind of person that everybody has good things to say with, say about no matter when, uh, when you leave us. Um, and, and, and I, God, man, I think about that so much now. And it's one of those things I was talking to a friend who I was saying, and I say, I've said this many times on the podcast, you know, out you know, pop culture, TVs, movies, music, all of these things that really give us life and add to our life. We have so many people that we admire in all of those professions now with the advent of cable, uh, you know, the internet, uh, streaming services, all of that. We have so many people in our lives that are stars, not only real people that are actually our family, but all of these people that we look up to in their art that, you know, it always frightens me because pretty soon every day this will be happening and we ought to really be there for each other because we don't want to make life just one constant memorial, right? We want to go out and do amazing things with the time and let this energize you and inspire you and all of those things. And I just think it's very interesting, hopefully to start the week with that kind of thought. I'm saying this more for me to get it off my chest than for you guys. Maybe you already all have life figured out. Uh, maybe not, but I know I don't. And every day I'm hoping that I'm getting a little bit better, but man, what a wild journey this all is now. Okay. That's, that's that on that. It's just a quick thought in the beginning. Don't worry, you guys. I swear there's tons of laughter. You guys, I was supposed to do a Friday OC recap. I say this in with Sophie as well. Uh, that will be coming. I'll probably be adding that to, it'll be two OC recaps, but I worked, I busted my ass last week doing the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, uh, all of those recaps, and it just took so long. But then I went, you guys, I went, my first in-person interview was with Tom Sandoval over at him and Ariana's house. And it was, guys, when I tell you that was up on my 2022 vision board and the fact that I already got that out of the way, guys, I was sitting on the Tom Tom motorcycle. I mean, by the end, like Tom, 
Tom went so above and beyond, he wanted to make sure it was such a special experience for me, which kind of says a lot, or you kind of get that vibe if you watch that show, no matter how you feel about Tom Sandoval. And I do want to met. so he's going to be on this week, probably tomorrow, but it's like a long, like, we did like a two and a half hour interview, and then I just hung there for like four hours where he showed me like every piece of clothing, every piece of memorabilia, everything of Vanderpump Rules, and I geeked out on the whole thing. We were like taking espresso shots. It was wild. Ariana was upstairs watching TikTok videos. She came down a couple times. Love her. Uh, he sent me home with souvenirs. It was uh, it was just in. It was like being inside a TV show. Uh, and I just, but at the same time, I'm like, how do these guys deal with it, man? Like I could not do that every day. It's hard enough to do a podcast, but it was so exciting. I can't wait to share that with you, dude. I, I'm fully in love with Tom Sandoval. I don't care what you think. I think that guy is great. And I want to say if you're in uh, California, he's playing at the Canyon club this Saturday, um, which is a blast. It's like, it's out, uh, I think. It's on the 101 towards Mal- like like past Woodland Hills. So it's a little bit of a hike, but it's awesome. DJ James Kennedy, all of those people are going to be there. I believe Sheena, all those guys will all be there on Saturday. I will be out there on Saturday. So if you're there, please come party with me. Please. I'm telling you, this guy and his band are amazing. They do all covers of all songs that we love. It is going to be a good time. So if you're in California, please come and uh, come and check it out with me. It'll be a fun night where um, you'll just watch me just just full of love for Tom Sandoval. You'll see Schwartz there. I'm telling you, everybody will be there. So if you want to see the Vanderpump Rules cast, they'll be there next Saturday. Man, I got so much good dirt. Oh, I got so much good dirt. Um, okay, so that happened. And then the other big thing, you guys, the other reason telling you when I'm saying we are going like 80 miles in uh, 80, like a hundred miles an hour right now is that me, Meditza, Sandra, every, all the so bad, it's good army. We, uh, we finally got merch out. So last week I had posted a shirt that I've, I've been posting for two years now. Stop sleeping with Tristan Thompson. And the thing is the shirt it, it just keeps getting, you can keep using this shirt because this dude cannot stop cheating. You'll be able to use this shirt for the rest of your life because he will cheat constantly for the rest of your life. So think of this as an investment in your future. But um, Maditza, we teamed up with Threadless. That's what our store, and we have a website. You don't even need to go through Threadless to find us. We are at SoBadIt'sGoodMerch.com. We have a bunch of different options. Tool around on there. We got the So uh, we got so Bad It's Good shirts. We got Tristan Thompson shirts. We got a lot of stickers of the amazing images that Medita has made over the years. We're going to have more t-shirts. There are going to be surprises that keep going on there. And I want to tell you this really, and I is that, this was another one of my 2022 dreams. So to knock it out the first week was amazing. And we kind of got our hands, we got our, like, it, we kind of got forced into it a little bit. And I'm glad we did because when I posted that image last week, um, all of a sudden they took that exact image and like cheap, cheap t-shirt companies started selling that shirt. And I had to email a bunch of people to take it down. There's still tons out there. So if you want a very low quality, shitty shirt, um, that I could sue for, even though I probably couldn't don't, you know, you, you, you have that option, but if you want a quality shirt, that's why we went th- with threadless. The thing that's cool about having women in your life, um, and especially Medita and Sandra, they were both very adamant about wanting quality, uh, quality shirts, you know, and a lot of, uh, merch people that you might've ordered from on Instagram or whatnot, use a very cheap, uh, 
cheap shirts. Uh, it's all about money. Da da da. And we are not doing that. Uh, we're doing that to our debt. We're not doing that to our detriment as well. Because I want to be honest with you guys. The price point right there. I want to know. I want you to know. We make twenty five percent of what uh, they charge. So they make the majority of that, but they also mail it out to you guys. They handle all of that stuff, the back end, which uh, I would not be able to handle um, at all. So it's also just threadless. You know it. It's a great company, great quality. So I would rather make little money, but have you guys get a good product and just have it out there. Man, do you know, like, I, I, I shit you not. Eight years ago, I used to see a life coach. And one of the things that I had on my life coach list that I wanted to do was one day make t-shirts. I shit you not. I wrote that. And I just want to say, follow your dreams. It only takes eight short years, (laughs) but I could not be more thrilled that this is out there and that we're going to keep adding to it. I'll always like put it up on my stories when we add more stuff to it, but we got some weird things coming, some funny things, some so bad it's good things. And, uh, eventually, you know, this is a start. We'll probably move at some point so we can make a little bit more profit than we're going to currently make, but we just really wanted to make sure it was quality first and then worry about the money second. So, uh, and I'm just so, I'm just so proud. I'm just so proud that this little engine that is going, going hundred miles an hour is actually doing the things that I dreamed that I never thought was possible two years ago. So, um, so bad it's good merch.com. You can also find it in my stories tomorrow and all of that stuff, but check it out. See if you dig it. Also, no pressure. The cool thing about stores are it's always going to be there or it's going to be there for a long time now. It's so great and we can keep adding to it. There is nothing bad about it. It's all gravy, baby. Um, I It sounds like I'm on so much coffee, but I'm not actually. It's like it's 11 p.m. at night. What is what is wrong with me? Um Okay, so those were the exciting things I wanted to. How are you? I didn't even ask. I'm so sorry. I'm rude. How are you guys doing? Was your weekend great? Did you do cool shit? Did you hang out with people that you like, loved, hated, whatever? Did you get to kiss somebody? Did you get to dance with anybody? Did you just get to watch TV? Man, I watched so much TV this weekend, you guys. Nine episodes of Yellow Jackets, which me and Sophie talk about on Showtime. Highly recommend it. Um, watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City tonight. Man, Jen Shaw, what are we not getting through our, like, what is she not getting through her head? At the end, she has this huge fight with Lisa Barlow on the van. And I'm like, what? Like, she in her, like, one-on-one scenes with her family, she's trying to be, like, really image conscious. Like, she's, like, making, like, vision boards with Coach Shaw tonight um, of, like, their relationship for relationship counseling. And it's so fucking fake. And I just hate that. And the thing that I like about this show, and I hope that I don't have to change it ever, is that I can be completely honest, almost to my detriment. Like, unfortunately, some people don't like me that are the people that I talk about on the show. And it's frustrating because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But, man, we've been watching these shows for so long. It's like, don't bullshit a bullshitter. We know we know these people like the back of their hands, back of our hands. And I just... uh I don't know. It's one of those things that I got to call it like I see it. And, you know, we always say you can change your opinions on housewives. I'm not locked into any one opinion, but what I'm seeing from Jen Shaw is absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then the fact that she's still trying to throw it back on Meredith or somebody else, it's like, girl, 
Do you realize the reason we know you're at Beauty Lab and Laser is that, first off, probably not hard for even me to find that out that day. Secondly, if they've been watching you for this long, they know exactly where you're going at all times. The fact that you would want to throw this over on Meredith is like equal, like just like, are you just trying to throw attention another way? Because even Jen Shaw, to lie as good as she does, is not stupid. So... I don't know. This is going to be a sad couple of months for her, and it's going to be fascinating to watch in terms of how it's presented to us, the audience. Um, and even like jury selection, like I'm telling you, I got to fly out there and do man on the street stuff. Like it's day one of Jen Shaw jury uh, choosing, what <laughs> jury, jury picking, whatever the official fucking word is. Um, but uh, it's weird. It's weird when entertainment intersects with crime. I've always said that. And I did this awesome Twitter spaces with uh, our friend Winter Mitchell. And it was all about the future of reality TV. And we started off at the Kardashians new show, made our way through Salt Lake, talked about the future of reality and where it's headed. And it's, uh, it's wild because I say on one end, it's so cool because we have this amazing rich history now of reality shows. We have an actual history of like, okay, so... You know, it all started on PBS. They did like a This American Life of this one family. I'm trying to remember the show. But that was the first thing in the 70s, I believe, that PBS did. It was like This American, not This American Life, but in, I don't know. Anyways, and people had never seen anything like that before. And then you had that. And then you had like these kind of like sometimes smaller little like documentary things. Uh, And then towards the end, um, in the early, early 90s, you had the real world. Then that, of course, gave way to Survivor competition shows. And then you, of course, had like the VH1, the trashy VH1, which I have a huge affinity for. You had E taking a chance on the Kardashians and now look where it is. And now it's like everybody has a reality show. I was even watching on Netflix this show called Hype House, which I mean... I definitely am dumber for watching, but I mean, it's fine if you're in, like, I just don't follow Hype House, any of their work. I guess it's a bunch of influencers that live in this house that they call Hype House. I call my house Lazy House, but they call it Hype House, which is like, if you have a name for a house, you're either Elvis or you're an influencer, you know, or you're Lisa Vanderpump. But it's funny because they take this shit so seriously. And one end, it's cool. But other, you're like 21 and you're like riding around in a Ferrari and you're trying to be like a musician slash Instagram slash. And it's just like you have video games in the foyer of your house, like full video game machines. It's a it's a wild thing. And I just sat there going like, what the hell is going on, man? Um, So I watched that. It's like I think we're going to see so many reality shows pop up in this next year it's going to be awesome slash frightening in fact i this week i interviewed a couple people from 20 somethings austin which is a new reality show on netflix that i really loved i found it very charming because nobody nobody was a straight up asshole on the show like it showed that you didn't need conflict to be fascinated um, you know, it, it's a slow burn though. Like it was like by episode four, I got fully invested, but until then, but it's like, it's, it's roots are in that real world that we love so, so much, or at least I did. And, uh, I thought I got, I kind of liked it. I liked seeing 20 somethings, uh, that I didn't root against that. I was like, you guys all seem like good people. I want good things. And, and I had a great conversation with two of the people on the show that kind of warmed my heart. So I can't wait for you to hear that. Uh, we got miss Demois. On the show this week, Tom Sandoval on the show the week. We got a bomb ass week, you guys. And next week, 
going to be even better. I'm telling you, tell your friends right now, this is the big push. We're, we're going to the top, baby. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I love when I try to act all cocky and then I just like give myself douche chills. Do you ever do that? Where you're like, I'm going to really try to believe in myself. And then you say something kind of cocky and you're like, oh, I just, ah, that doesn't feel right in my stomach. Um, but that's it. Let's get into it, you guys. It's so nice to talk to you. I, I really, I missed you this weekend. Uh, hello, baddies over on my Patreon. The Patreon uh, didn't get, uh, <laughs> me and Meditza, we had to work nonstop on the shirts all week, so we didn't get to do our Miami recap, so now we have to do two this week, plus we're starting a, another show, not me and Meditza, but me and other people will be doing a new reality show, I did a poll on my Instagram, so that's going to be on there, but it's very exciting, uh, I'm very excited about all the possibilities that are happening, and I hope the same is going for you guys out there. I uh, hope you're having the best 2022 ever. Um, and let's get let's get started, baby. This is oh, and by the way, Sophie's boyfriend makes an appearance on this. Um, he talked to me before I got to see him with my own eyes. It was very exciting. He's very nice. They had just went on a date to see Spider Man. Very cute. I think she is very in love. She's like goo goo gaga, and uh, it was really nice. It made me very jealous. Not of so not of their relationship of just like I, I want what they have. They have that Kanye West Julia Fox vibe. I'm joking, Sophie. You you actually have a real relationship, man. I'm I gotta tell you, I'm already exhausted with this Kanye West Kanye West Julia Fox thing. The article was the thing that took me over the edge. Was when Julia Fox wrote an article about it and it got published of like, you know, dating Yay. Oh, it's like come. On. It's such a disservice to people that truly fall in love, that like build relationships and build trust. I mean, you're, I'm supposed to get a boner about like a two date relationship? Are you out of your minds? What have we done? Why have we cheapened romance? It's like, yeah, like I bought her a bunch of Balenciaga stupid dresses and I'm in a room. So I guess he's the man of the century all of a sudden. I'm sorry to be so negative about it, but I just like. We all know how hard it is to make relationships work, right? You guys, we all know. So, I mean, it's cute on one, it's cute on one way to look at it, but then it's like super frightening in another way because it seems like he's just one of those people that likes to dress up dolls, you know, and he gets to control that, which is like, I don't know, like stick to the music, whatever. Ah, I gotta, I gotta change, I gotta change my mindset about this. I'm just not, I'm not in a place where I believe any of it yet. And it's just wild to me. I would love to know what you guys think about it, honestly. Oh, and also, I didn't get to mention this. I know I don't think she's listening because she's a dog. But I got my dog this weekend, you guys. I got I hadn't seen my dog in four months. And my ex, I got to, and she, she's, you know, she's, she's sick, unfortunately. I mean, she's, you know, she's just an older dog. And she did so well. She came over to my new place. Um, and uh, she just, you know, she has a UTI, so I, I, uh, you know, she, she had to pee a bunch and go to the restroom a bunch, but she was so great and such, so well-behaved. And I was so, I missed her so much, you know, it's like these, these animals are our best friends sometimes. Like, it's so funny. I fall back into that pattern immediately where I just talk to my dog where I'm like, how are you? What have you been doing? Oh my God. I miss you so much, Brooklyn. You know, like I, I, that, you know, it's like every night I would, I would go to bed with her and every morning I would walk her and it was so nice and it made my heart feel so full. And my ex was, my ex, I got to tell you that. And my, and I, I, 
my ex is so amazing at taking care of our dog. Like truly, it's one of the coolest things that I don't ever have to worry about it. Like I would love to see her more like genuinely. And I think we are really on that path of working out something that'll be much more regular now that I'm moved. But uh, she just does such a great job and it's, it, uh, it's so cool. So that I forgot to mention, that should have been the first thing I mentioned was what a, that was such a cool part of the weekend. So Anyways, that's it. Uh, this is my verbal diary, so I just vomited all that up. And now, speaking of the opposite of vomit, here she is, the lady of the hour, Miss Sophie Ross, with our pop culture roundup. You guys, we go with everything on this one, and it is silly and goofy. And remember, these Monday ones especially, I would say not safe for work. There's a lot of language. We just make sounds. We just grunt at each other sometimes. But I find it highly enjoyable, so I hope you do too. Have a great week, you guys. I will talk to you on Tuesday. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank. But with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good.
You guys, welcome to the second week of January. This is Monday. Uh, Mondays are always our pop culture roundup, and we've got so much stuff that has happened this week. And in fact, some breaking news that just happened that I uh, I think I'm unfortunately going to have to be the one to, to tell Sophie this. Um, also, I just met Sophie's boyfriend. It was very exciting for me. I felt he did like a live action cameo where I didn't have to pay, and he said hi, and it was amazing. Um, uh, but anyway, Sophie, writer, comedian, humanitarian, all that stuff. Sophie Ross, welcome back to the show. I have huge news, though, uh, immediately to hit you with. And it's going to make hey, you sad. It's, it's going to make you sad. Hey, it's Che Diaz. Ah! Okay, what's the news? <laughs> what's the news? I am. I, I hate to announce this, that uh, Bob Saget just passed away at the age of 65. Oh, my God. TMZ is reporting that he was found in an Orlando hotel room at, I think, the Four Seasons. There is no cause of death yet. The Ritz-Carlton in Orlando, uh, they were called around 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're told he was pronounced dead on the uh, scene. The circumstances of his death are still unclear. But this is a big one for pop culture. I mean, the dad in Full House, you know, and an amazing comedian that a lot of people don't realize how dirty of a comedian he was. But uh, yeah. do you have any experience with Bob Saget or, or were you a, a fan of Full House? No personal experience with Bob Saget. And I actually like didn't grow up on Full House in the way I think everyone else did. Like I really was never like a huge Full House person. Well, you were raised in an Amish community from what I understand. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no electricity anyway. Yeah, yeah. But um, wow, that's really, that's really sad. That's shocking. And yeah, I had heard some unsavory things about him. In really? Years. Yeah. Had you not? I, I mean... At, the, at a certain point, like, I don't really concern yeah. myself with Bob Saget news, you know, right. like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's like, there's too much Kardashian noise going on out there that, you know, you're like Bob Saget, full house. Ryan, shut up. Stop pretending you don't run that Bob Saget Twitter account. Here's the deal. Bob Saget, he, you know, in episode 39 of Full House, he did this most amazing thing. Yeah, no, um, I do have no, one Bob Saget. That's sad. That's shocking. Yeah. Well, I do have one Bob Saget story was at about 10 years ago. I uh, did a, there was a lifetime movie of the unauthorized story of the full house. I guess they did that in 90210 and I auditioned for Bob Saget. And I was literally like, yo guys, we do. I am not tall and lanky. I am not. And, and they sent me in there and I immediately apologized to the casting director. I was like, yo, I don't look anything like Bob Saget. And she was like, it's fine. And I'm like, is it like, is that fine? Like it's, feels like you should cast somebody that looks like Bob Saget. And I could see it like when I squint right now. <laughs> if I get really drunk, I can totally see yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, thank you. Um, okay. So we'll find out more later in the week. I do have to also thank Sophie and also strangle Sophie at the same time because your boy got into yellow jackets on show, Showtime. Uh, Sophie has been screaming about this show for the last two months and I finally got on board and it is amazing and infuriating at the same time. I have a half more, a half hour more of this pat, this episode that just came out today. And then I guess next same. week. When you texted finale. me that. Oh yeah. So Ryan texted me that he had 30 minutes left of the most current episode. And I was like, literally same. I have exactly 30 minutes left. Cause I like fell asleep during it last night. So yeah, I still need to finish the last episode. But oh my god, I'm so glad you started watching it. Well, and, and no guys, 
which actually kind of sounds like the Spider-Man. Don't you love when they when they play Fade Into You by Mazzy Star? That's but see, that's the brilliance of the show, you guys. So it takes place like uh in the 90s and then today. And so the soundtrack is so like it starts with the Smashing Pumpkin song in the first episode, which is like an amazing first episode, but it really harkens, it hits all those buttons for me, a 90s kid, where it was like, oh my god, this is so cool they're dancing to marky mark and the funky bunch in one song i mean it was but then the i don't know it's it's great and it's infuriating because i'm not going to have all the answers by next week and that i found out it's a five they, they've planned for five seasons of the show and i hate that that they should be yeah. arrested i'm frustrated by that but i'm still excited because i feel like we're still gonna have a lot of stuff revealed like i i have faith that it's gonna be satisfying well, no, it's already satisfied. And by the yeah. way, also, how cool is it that Juliette Lewis and uh, Christina Ricci were two popular 90s actors and kind of getting like they really all these late and, and Melanie Linsky, is it? Uh, she's so good. Yes, I love Melanie Linsky. But like, who's yeah. the ant- like I've got theories on who the antler queen is. Who's the man with no eyes? I mean, there's um, so many questions. Yeah. There's was was so Adam Hobby? Was Adam Hobby? Okay, so I thought Adam was Hobby for a while, and I I don't know now. I don't know. I do not know. Like it's so so crazy. I think the man with the black eyes is literally just um, in Ty's head, and I think that the Antler Queen. I don't know who the Antler. Queen I have is a th- well. I see, and and you guys, I'm going to talk about this for like two more minutes. So fast forward if you don't want to hear this. I think the Antler Queen. Is that the the soccer player that get, got her uh, cheek all sw- swollen up? Because in this Van. past episode, she came, she moved up and she had all the bandages hanging off of yeah, her. Van. And if you see in the first episode, the Antler Queen has all of these, you know, obviously the costumes that they start putting on. And it just reminded me of the Antler Queen, which I could see then in that first uh, that first episode when that girl's in the first scene being ch- like not chased, but she's running and then yeah. she goes down and it has the heart necklace on. That's uh what's her, that's Jackie, right? Jackie's. And, and, yeah. and uh, that girl and Jackie have beef because Jackie didn't want to save her in the airplane, you know? Yeah. So by the yeah. way, imagine if you have no clue what we're talking about. But is- also the necklace, it purposely showed like Jackie gave the necklace to Shauna. Like the necklace is like a red herring. I don't think it confirms that it's Jackie. I think that there's also a possibility that the Antler Queen is Shauna or Ty or Lottie because she has visions. Like you could make so many arguments for so many different Antler Queens. Like I, I don't feel strongly about any particular like Antler Queen right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would you like to see as the Antler Queen? Is there a favorite that you would have? Is it like prom queen? Uh, honestly like I there are so many questions right now and I really 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 hope the finale like I have faith that the finale is going to wrap up some of the stuff the Dexter finale happened well and by the way Sophie so you know I got I got Showtime this weekend just because of Yellow Jackets and that means I can watch Dexter finally yes wait have you watched the original Dexters of course yeah oh yeah so now you can watch Dexter New Blood yes that's what I was like that's it. Yeah. And my, me and my roommate were like, okay, cool. Then we can watch Dexter too after this. And I was like, yeah. And then it's like a 30 day free trial. So then I can get rid of it if I need to. Oh yeah. But I mean the Showtime extension, just based on Yellow Jackets and Dexter New Blood alone, which have been my life, my oxygen the past like 10 weeks, the Showtime extension is really worth it. In my opinion. Um, I, I, I am happy for extension for prime. 
I am happy about uh, Showtime doing good because you're so used to HBO Max popping off and Netflix yeah. and it's like, okay, good Showtime. Good for you. Okay, really? Netflix like very rarely pops off. Let's be well, honest. Netflix, you know, did you watch 20-somethings Austin? Oh, I never finished it. You it's, know what part really, you know, the guy who's like a comedian. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, he's like yeah. not funny. Well, he's, he's funny like, in real yeah. life. He's funny in real life, but he's not funny when he does stand up. Yeah. Like he, like that like was like so cringy. I had to turn it off. What did you think? Speaking of Che Diaz, and I know your boyfriend's there, so you can't answer. Honestly, how turned on were you when they had that dream sequence with her and Miranda, with them and Miranda? How turned on were you? I was. Scale of one to 10. 20? Like literally. <laughs> Wait, your boyfriend, when, if you guys ever like kiss or whatever, he should be like, hey, it's Che Diaz. Like, hey, it's it's like that's, <laughs> wait, maybe that could be your safe word. Wait, wait, when Che Diaz is like, when they're doing the sequence <laughs> and, and, and Che is like, oh, you like that right there? Does that feel good? <laughs> Everybody at home is going, no, please. No, everyone at home was screaming, like laughing. Like it was so not having like probably the effect that they thought it would at this point in the season because they probably did not expect Che Diaz to become the biggest meme to come and out what, of And now. once again, I want to say it's it, it's nothing to do with Sarah Ramirez, the actor. Like I don't, there's like- it's I how have the no, character is written. It's the character, yes. yes. Like, but by the way, I do, I think Che Diaz might be the antler queen. Jay <laughs> <laughs> Diaz, Jay Diaz, she's in all of the. Uh, they're in all of the universes, you know. In Dexter New Blood universe, Jay <laughs> Diaz. Did Jay Diaz just pop up in this yeah. episode of NCIS? Oh my god! Uh, um, but wait, what? What happened in this past episode? Um, of Young oh yeah, or Dexter or wait, Sex in the City? No, when Miranda, when Miranda DMs Jay, hey, it's Rambo. <laughs> Let's hang out soon. <laughs> Dude, if anybody ever DMs me, hey, it's Rambo, you're getting blocked. Like, that's a block. Hey, it's Rambo. Dude, and that's, by the way, so are we about to, like, get, like, three episodes, like, back-to-back of just finger-blasting all the time and Miranda just, like, yelping like a dolphin? We can only hope. I mean, that's, by the way, and do you get Emmys for that kind of stuff? Will Che Diaz get an Emmy nomination? Honestly? Okay, and I say this in all seriousness, I think that Cynthia Nixon really needs an Emmy for the season. Like, I think Cynthia Nixon is just, like, such an amazing actress. The fact that she was, like, about to give up acting to be a politician when she's, like, so talented. Like, I genuinely think that Cynthia Nixon could get a nod. Oh, Cynthia Nixon is a fantastic actor. Like, she's actually playing the given circumstances. It's not her fault that Che Diaz was put into this universe. But I also think it is funny where I'm like, if more New Yorkers would have fucking voted for Cynthia Nixon, we would not have Che Diaz. Like we would have been, we would have been marked safe by Che Che Diaz. Yeah, yeah. Someone was like, the clearest example of elections having consequences is that we would not have had (laughs) Che Diaz. Like it's not, we wouldn't have had Andrew Cuomo. Like who cares about that? It's the fact that we would not have had Che Diaz. I just... I mean, imagine working so hard on a reboot show for and just like that. And they're all nervous and excited. And then just every week we are just not just us, but everybody is pounding the shit out of this show. Like imagine like I mean, from Chris Noth being busted for being a complete creep to like Che Diaz. There's not been like one move that has gone smooth with this show. Like it's like the Kendall Jenner of shows. It's the Kendall. You just said Kendall Jenner. 
Oh, what, uh, what, what, Kendall like, Jenner. Yeah. yeah, it's like the Pepsi ad. Like, like you know, her doing the, the horrible Pepsi commercial or the tequila. Kendall Jenner yeah, never just, makes the right moves. You okay, know? but I will say, yes, you could argue that AJLT is a flop. <laughs> AJ, no, we're all watching and talking about it so we're in that all sense watching it's a and talking about it. honestly i enjoyed this most recent episode for the most part it just like someone in my dms because i like you know and in, on instagram i was like am i the only one who likes ajlt because everyone is making fun of it and someone in my dms was like it feels like a warm hug of nostalgia and I was like, that's the best description of it. Like, I just feel warm and like safe when I'm watching it. Well, but the, the same thing can be said of Yellow Jackets. It's like a, I mean, it's a warped hug of nostalgia, you know, it's like. the exact opposite of like being safe and comfortable. Yeah. But also I will say, you know, what's like a warm hug is just an actual warm hug. Like we should just hug each other and we don't have to like worry about shows being warm hugs, you know? Ew, no, no. <laughs> um, oh, wait, did you watch the new season of Search Party? No, because it just came out on on Friday, and I've I've been busy. Like, watch it. Why? What are you no. busy with? Watching Yellow Jackets. Well, yeah, that's what I was busy with watching Yellow Jackets. By the way, I got to like season two, episode two of Yellowstone, and another yellow has my heart now. So I put Yellowstone on pause because it just wasn't doing anything. Okay, like, fully I can't for even me. watch Yellowstone apparently because it's not on on demand, and I don't have Paramount Plus. It, no, it's on Peacock. I don't have Peacock. Does your boyfriend have Peacock? He's Wait, shaking his head no. You know, I mean, like, you guys should split that as a couple. Like, that should be the first thing. Like, not a dog, but you share a Peacock account. Like, I mean, I think that would be sweet. Yeah, I need to figure out my Peacock situation because I'm really becoming out of the loop. I'm probably going to become irrelevant if I don't get Peacock. See, I got my, get my Peacock from somebody else's Peacock, so I can't give you my Peacock, I don't think. I'm just trying to say Peacock as much as I can. Yeah, um, I need to get that peacock going. Okay, so uh, Yellow Jacket's awesome. Search Party is on HBO Max. It's the fifth season, you guys. Like she said, I highly recommend that show. It is so. Uh, somebody it is tweeted. So good. Somebody tweeted though. It's like the only that show and what was the other show they said? It's like it primarily exists if everybody in the world went to Harvard. Like it's a very specific type of show. Oh no, the other they said the other two in Search Party was like living in the universe that everybody in it goes to Harvard, you know? Okay, I haven't seen the other two. Oh, I it's so good. It. I know I need to watch it. But yeah, Search Party is definitely a very particular, like weird brand of humor also. Like it's very like, I would compare it to Broad City. Well, totally because, and by the way, the other two brings up Bravo nonstop because Chris Kelly and the girl that created it love Bravo. So they're con like, they even have a joke about Andy Cohen just inviting bartenders on Watch What Happens Live so he can bang them. Like, he'll always be like, yeah, Andy offered me a WWHL bartending gig, you know? Oh, my God. Wait, also, did you ever watch The Great on um, Hulu? On Hulu? No, I have not watched it, but I've heard a couple of people say it's awesome. It's really good. And I had no idea that the second season dropped in November. Like, I could have been watching that when I was, like, quarantining. They did not, like, market that or advertise that at all. So, like, now I need to watch season two of The Great because I just found out that it came out. But I like, watched I'm, all of Search Party, the new season, in, like, literally a day. But, like, I'm on the 40th season of my actual life, and I feel like it's about to get canceled because there's so many flipping great shows out there that I, I have to watch instead of living my life, also, you know? Also, Queer Eye, the most recent season of Queer Eye, amazing. That's another uh, show that just makes you feel, like, safe and happy. I can never watch Queer Eye because I think eventually I'll end up on Queer Eye as one of the people that they help. 
wait, that'd be so fun. We They're should like, girl, yeah, by the way, Sophie has this recurring joke she's really hit on this week about Antony only making like being Anthony, really basic. Anthony, Anthony. I don't being really basic because all the other guys like make it like beautiful for these people, and he'll be like, "Hey, let's make some avocado toast." Yeah, Anthony like offers literally nothing. Like Bobby like rebuilds their entire homes, and like Karamo's like, "Your trauma does not define you." And like <laughs> Jonathan is like self-care, honey, like it will literally change your life. And like Tan is like, you know, helping them, you know, <laughs> not stop hiding behind baggy clothes. And Anthony is like, uh, I bake a smoothie. Do you want to <laughs> learn how to bake by protein shake? Like he's so useless. Well, he did like, you see that? Did you see that Instagram post where he thanked the girl that actually does all the recipes and all that stuff? He yeah, brought the he girl. Like, he goes, she. She goes. She does all my sourcing. She does all my. It's like so. He literally just gets told. Like she teaches him how to make it, and he's better looking than her, so he gets to do it because he's gay and good looking. You know. Yeah, he's like. It's like, what do you do, Anthony? Because what he's hot. He's do? a hot dude with abs, and that's what he does. He's you know, like the eye candy. I guess. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I love all of them. Like I, it's, you know, it's no knock against Santa. I mean, it is Bobby, like definitely needs to be making way more money than the rest of them. I was, yeah, I was thinking, well, Bobby from season one to season two, it looked like he really was grappling with fame. Like I remember like photos of him where he just looked so dazed and he had like put on a little weight and it just looked like celebrity wasn't really like sitting well with him. And now he's come out of that again. He's like, he's good again. I just, you know, like, don't you notice that? Like, you know, yeah. in the second season of some shows people because all of a sudden they're getting free everything and it's got to be like rarefied air that people really blow it with sometimes you know oh yeah i'm sure that's like you know a shock to the system but remember when bobby it was some story with bobby and i think it was um aviva drescher about how a housewife it was like a blind item and then i think people put the pieces together that it was aviva but i don't know for sure that bobby basically um um, that, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Are you, is, is your boyfriend, making, is your boyfriend making faces at you? Is no, he, he's just like yeah. typing in the, he's just being too cute. I oh guess. my God, no. you guys, get a room. Have you not, have you not heard this? It was like a housewife basically had Bobby redecorate and got all this free stuff from Bobby's New York store that I, he used to have and then never paid for any of it. Basically like scammed Bobby for free interior design work and like products. And it was Aviva, <laughs> allegedly. So yeah. Um, We've already just wrapped so much about things and we haven't even started uh, with like real entertainment news stories because I mean, I've got to get your thoughts and, and on Balenciaga, Carbone, Julia Fox, Kanye West, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian. And by the way, I do want to make an announcement. You guys, let's make other people some stars this year. The Kardashians are monopolizing every section of entertainment news right now. And we're better than this. Like we're better. Like they're, 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 Everybody's doing really well. Good work on the Kardashian front, but we gotta we gotta promote some other people because every story now revolves around the Kardashians in some way. You know what's funny is I went on. So I went on. We met at Acme. Oh that, yeah, how did that go? It went well. Um, she actually asked me one of the questions you asked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. It's me, Caitlin. <laughs> but um, she basically was like we were talking about Pete and Kim and she was like, I, you know, I have proof and the proof 
she was like, I'll tell you, I know someone. And basically, it was that, sorry. Proof of what? That Pete and Kim, it's like a genuine relationship. And yeah, but even that makes me sad. Like what? Well, even like, that, well, the proof, the proof was that they were like together on like New Year's Eve, or that they like were on the plane flying. And I was like, you told me that. And I also I told you that, like, yeah. I'm like, the photos are gonna like leak. Like the photos, literally, probably that plane that they just got off of, and all those photos that went everywhere. Like that it was probably- all back. Those were all backward photos, which means they hired them. You know exactly. Like these are all photo ops. Like yes, they they were together. For photo ops, like I still, I'm not gonna believe it. I just, I'm just now, never ever gonna believe it. Now, Dumois is gonna be on the show this week. I had a really fascinating discussion with about Pete and Kim and all of this stuff last night, which uh, I can't wait to share with you guys. But it is one of those funny things where, like the the Pete stuff is like, even if it is real, that's its own kind of brand of sadness because. I mean, Kim, what are you doing? Like, I mean, it's like Pete's great, but also Pete's like a 26 year old that has a keys to a roll that he pisses in front of on his way to MedMen to get some weed and buy two packs of American cigarettes, cigarette, you know, cigarettes while Kim's at home with North and the kids. Like, it's all bizarre. But the Kanye reaction to all of this is even worse and cringy to all levels. Julia Fox is who I liked before, but now I'm all of a sudden like, yo, this is reading so lame to me. I want to know your thoughts because that article where it's like the vibes were right in Carbone and we just kept the night going at slave play. Um, Yeah, that was weird, but I'm kind of obsessed with Julia Fox. Out of the what? But wait, wait, wait. Sophie, as a feminist yourself, why like literally Kat Marnell's out there who's friends with Julia Fox saying, oh, good. She's finally gotten the break she deserves. Girl, this isn't this isn't fucking business. This is supposed to be romance. You're treating it like she got a good movie part, you know, which then well, makes me believe I it mean, is fucking she fake. Is, she is getting a ton of attention and headlines. she is, but it's all gross. They're all playing us. I know. I know. But like, I'm kind of into it. And I was reading Julia Fox's Wikipedia page. <laughs> she is a stone cold weirdo and I'm so here for it. She's not like your basic, like just like hot girl. Like she actually has like a lot of, I hate saying this, but she really does have a lot of depth to her. She's self-published two books. She's like done it. She's done her artwork in her own blood. Like it weirdly seems like a good match for Kanye. Like I'm really into it. And she also is like so uniquely like beautiful and yeah, I'm just like into it. Like I'm like really into. It. I'm way more excited about Julia Fox and Kanye than I ever was about Pete. And okay, Kim. but I just think after two dates, it, 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 like I said on Instagram, I said it's giving me Tom Cruise jumping on the couch with Oprah vibes. It's giving me like you guys. We immediately fell in love, and I, like uh, Balenciaga, which by the way. You know, the Balenciaga of it all, it's like I would now I'm like, I never was probably going to wear them anyways because I'm an old Navy guy. But like, it's like it's reading lame as hell. The Balenciaga thing? What's lame about Balenciaga? I don't know. It's just so cheesy now. Everybody's like, she's like, oh, like she's wearing all the Balenciaga. He's wearing all the Balenciaga. Yeezy just signed a deal with Balenciaga. And I'm like, yo, like these don't even like some of these clothes don't even look good on you guys. Like you guys look like losers, you know? You guys look like clowns. Yeah, you guys, I mean, listen, I'm not obviously a fashion icon, but it's like, it's just, all of it just reminds me of like lame as hell high school antics, you know? I mean, yes, fair. I think that, you know, it's obviously for publicity and it's working. Some of it, yeah. 
But I also think that there's something beautiful about the oh. fact that Kanye, uh-huh. he he needs kind of a muse. Yeah, and I do Nick agree with that. His muse, and it's almost like is Julia his new muse? Because if she is, like, I I'm into that. Like, I think that's awesome that he like gets obsessed. I know that like you know it's probably a lot of it is his personality disorders. It's probably not super healthy or normal. But like, I think it's awesome that he like worships whatever woman he's with, and that he feels inspired by her and like her body and like I think that Julia. Well, Fox Sophie, is, that's like, if we if we body. that's if we believe that he is truly inspired and not just trying to get back at Kim. If we're if we believe. You know, but I just love that they both are using the press to get back at each other, which in high school we used to do with like just saying something to a, a middleman, you know, that would go run and tell that group, you know, like they're using the public as like they're like pass a note person, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's what they do. That's the name well, of the game. Our friend Winter Mitchell said, I was talking to her. Love Winter. Uh, yeah, I do too. And she said, I love what she said. She said, Kanye's also saying, yo, Kim, I made you and I can do it. To, I, I can do it again with somebody else. Yes, you know, like, I, that's what I mean. Like I was kind of getting those vibes. I was like, wait, I'm getting like real, like it girl on the rise vibes. Like it feels like just like a moment for her where it's like, she could be the next like biggest number one it girl. She has the face. She has the body from what we saw in uncut gems. She has the talent. Like, She's like kind of like very unique and weird. Like I like that about her. She's not like a basic boring person. Like I'm getting like well, and we also right at Christmas we got her whole story with her baby daddy that has skipped town. Remember? Yes, yes. So she. But people were like, "Good, she needs a break." And I just, I mean, it's just weird when I start to think about going to IMDb and like see Julia Fox, uncut gems, great role. Kanye's girlfriend, great role. Like it almost reads like a part in a TV show or movie when it's supposed to be real life. I just feel like they really are blending and warping what actual romance is to a lot of us. In fact, did you see that TikTok at Carbone where she was like, people were screaming and cheering us on while Kanye directed a photo shoot and somebody had video of it and it was just crickets. Like it was like nobody was screaming or yelling. And Julia wrote that in her article that, oh, it was a big party at Carbone and we saw a video of her posting. Oh, I need to see that. Will you send me that? Yeah, like I got a phone, but like nobody was, it was crickets. It was crickets. Like people were actually like, what's going on? Like, and <laughs> her article, it was like, they love us. And it just, it to me was just kind of like, I loved her in Uncut Gems. I get what you, I do think she's an artist. Uh, I love that Car- Kat Marnell was going off on the Kardashians on Twitter this weekend. I don't know if you got to see any of that stuff. I think because she's right because she's friends with Julia. Yeah, Fox. totally. But I love her going against, like, going like, "Yo, Kim can be famous. I'm glad for all this stuff, but you cannot monopolize the press. You cannot pay off people to not talk about you or to talk about you the way you want to be talked about." You know? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm following. Is your boyfriend naked in front of you by chance? I feel like he's potentially no, he's- sexually. It's like he's probably he's no, potentially he's not. throwing. He's okay. not. He's at dinner. <laughs> He's at dinner. Okay. I'm okay. Team, okay. I'm team Julia Fox. Whatever she chooses to do, I'm a stan now. I stand so hard. Well, I stand somebody and I want to see if you stand them because this person this weekend ended racism. Mary M. Cosby from the oh, show God. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Guys, she didn't show up to the reunion uh, this this past Friday when Andy hosted it. We got word she did not show up. And then on Saturday, 
Mary, uh, very brave, took to Twitter to let us know what she, how she feels about a situation. Did you read this? Yes, I did see this. And so, yeah, yeah, read it. She reads and she put a frame around this, which was really cool. She goes, this is from that New York Post article, I think, this weekend. TV watching lowers IQ at an, at an, and it increases rudeness, too. Reality TV is junk food for our brain. And in the same way that junk food rots our teeth and makes us sick, bad reality TV rots our brain and makes us rude, says Dr. Marcia Sirotto, a psychiatrist, coach, and professional speaker. And then she kind of whites it out poorly. And then we go to the next slide, and it says, reality shows have a negative impact on our children in more ways than one. These shows focus on bullying, aggressive behavior, and unhealthy competition, and kids often tend to confuse reality TV with real world. And then in her caption, she says, food for thought, only the toxic reality TV shows. Hashtag things that matter. Love you all. Trust the process. Hashtag love. Hashtag hate. Hashtag no reason. Hashtag unhealthy food. Hashtag protect yourself. Hashtag love truth. Hashtag reels. Hashtag stay happy. Hashtag protect. Hashtag your Hashtag life, hashtag racist, hashtag racism, hashtag is, hashtag reason, hashtag two, hashtag walk, hashtag love, hashtag you, hashtag seek truth. Only 2,000 likes on that too, by the way. Hashtag love, hashtag hate. Yeah, I mean, like she's really covering the hashtags. Oh my God. I mean, it's definitely safe to say that Mary is not coming back. And I know a lot of people are like, well, what's going to happen? Oh, I don't, dude, this Uh, is like, it's going to be better without Mary because that, the racism against Jenny, the mocking her accent, the talking about her slanted eyes and genuinely not realizing, it seems like that's like, she is just so, so just like uncomfortable to watch and just like i'm done with her like that was just like so messed up well mary's article i mean what mary posted you know prove i mean she's totally right but mary's the mary's the culprit of that she's the one that's actually really uh you know showing us really dangerous behavior and words and all of this stuff and not actually ever learning i like we talked about this a couple weeks ago is that mary's not a fun character because she's kind of Um, and I want to really say this delicately, she has a mental illness, so she's never going to be able to get past that. So she shines so brightly these first two seasons and I'm totally okay with letting her go. Remember the, the hall of fame and housewives and stuff is paved by people that are one season, two season. It's going to be okay. Like I now is the time to go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, there are plenty of someone else said this too on Twitter. Like there are so many weirdos in Utah, like we're going to be just fine. And I'm excited for Jen's everything with Jen to unfold. Obviously I'm excited for whatever happens. I feel like there's like a major something really brewing between like Lisa and Meredith. That's going to be fascinating. But but, but the, you know, the, the Whitney Rose of it all. Oh my God. Okay. You guys, so I posted, I told, I was talking to Maritza who does like, when I can't do a, like a swap face Photoshop, I'll go to her and I go, yo, quickly, we need, I want Jesus at the reunion instead of Mary. Cause in Mary's tagline, she says, I'll send Jesus after you. So I was like, wouldn't it be funny at the reunion if she sends Jesus in her place? So Jesus I did like, Hey guys. Yeah. What's up guys. I got a few words for Mary. I'm against you guys for the most part. Uh, love everybody's fashion today. Um, but uh, so I said, <laughs> I said, Jesus is wearing the sparkly, yeah, the sparkly Louboutins that Mary gave to Jenny. <laughs> so he's turning, 
He's turning basic. He's turning Keds into Louboutins, like water into wine. <laughs> um, so I said, I said, yeah, make that shot. I said, take the reunion shot, take Mary out and put Jesus in. I said, you can even do a cartoon Jesus if you want. She did it awesome, beautifully. I posted it this morning. I said, you know, breaking news. Mary did not come, sends Jesus in her place. And um, Jesus did come for the other ladies. And then I said, um, and then, you know, for the most part, people have gotten the joke, but the hysterical part is, and especially on Twitter, it really frightens the hell out of me because people were like, uh, hey, no, that's for, that's from last year's reunion. I'm like, no shit. Also, Jesus wasn't there, you idiot. Like, are you fucking, like, are you? Like, that was were, like, wait, wait, was that like when you said that Che Diaz was joining Roni? Yeah, people were like, people were like, no, I refute, no. People were like, seriously? And yes. he's ruining this franchise. It's like, Che Diaz is a fictional character, first of all. Well, it just shows us we all watch these shows for different, like, we interpret them in different ways. Like, the fact that Mary's tagline was, I'll send Jesus after you, to me was hysterical because you use Jesus as some kind of, like, third-rate bodyguard. Like, he's guarding me like a Kardashian bodyguard. So I was like, yeah, Jesus will be sent to the reunion instead of Mary. It's an easy joke. And then people are like, wait a sec, this isn't from this year's reunion. And I'm like, no shit. Like, also, Jesus would never be at the, re- I mean, you guys, like, like, think it through just a second, you know? Also, Jesus would never come to the, Nikki Jesus Minaj- has better things to do. Yeah, that's what Nikki I said. He's Minaj did. I said he's hosting the third part of this. Uh, the, and by the way, I, <laughs> I tagged Andy in it and Andy did open it. He didn't comment you know, on it. It he was like, Scene. It said scene. Andy left me on red. So um, if you send Jesus after me, I'd be like, send it back in the mail. <laughs> I just like, I just love how we, and then, and then the other people just like the, you know, the internet is so amazing. Cause then you have people like, Oh, how dare you? How dare you make a joke about Jesus? And I'm like, yo, oh, savior. but like, how dare Mary Cosby use her, use him as a personal bodyguard in a tagline. Like, right. wait a sec. I'm allowed to make a joke out of some ridiculous ladies saying in a housewife's opening. Like I'm allowed to do that without being shamed for it. Like she's the joke. I'm actually trying to make it easier by making a joke on top of it, whatever, you know, no, exactly. You like, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Uh, Ah, ah, ah. Okay. That's, that's Miranda. That's me doing a Miranda Chase thing. Ah. Ah, Miranda and Chase. Okay, real quick. The week supposedly the weekend and Angelina Jolie are officially together because the weekend's new album Don FM uh, premiered on Friday, and he has a song going against uh, Bella Hadid and or G. What what which, which Hadid? He what, dated what? Bella. Bella. So in Bella, he says, your guy is so plain. Your new guy is so plain. And now I'm dating a movie star in the lyrics. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. The weekend is now dating Che Diaz. Confirmed. Confirmed. Um, my my, Diaz, my girlfriend Diaz is a famous podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think it's so... I don't know, like, the further I get into, like, this pop culture shit, like, I don't even know if I care about movie stars anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? Like, I'd be more impressed if The weekend was dating, like, a geneticist or something. Like, somebody that, like, discovered dinosaur bones. I just don't. Okay, so so The weekend has dated Bella Hadid, Selena Gomez, and Angelina Jolie. Like, that's such, like, that's a legendary resume. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so you know the song, um, it's 
it's or nah featuring the weekend. Like, oh my god, Ty. I think it's is it Ty Dolla Sign or Ty nah? Dolla Sign. It is the most inappropriate X-rated song. Like the weekend's verse in it is so so x-rated in every way and that was i think the song that yolanda was referencing when she said that she had like listened to some of his music when he was dating bella anyway it's really funny if you think about well, it so. i mean what i mean the weekend thing like a beautiful voice obviously has a lot going for him i just still can't get over the bella hadid uh, like photos of him and like aiden like 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 two feet stilettos near because she's so tall like he would always wear these huge lifts in his shoe because he's like five seven and that yeah. always kind of makes me laugh a little bit because you you love uh, you're a very big appreciator of tall people. Yeah, I do appreciate tall people for <laughs> sure. It's a um, fetish of mine. <laughs> um, wait, what uh, the the current height of your boyfriend? The height of my boyfriend? Yeah, well, how tall is he? Because she'll tell you if you're, she'll tell you if you're He's six foot. Is he a real six foot? I had to just look. Yeah, he is. Okay, okay. I I had to look to him to confirm and he doesn't want to say anything. So he just held up fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, That's wild. No. (laughs) Well, also, okay. So Weekend and Angelina Jolie, they're knocking boots. Um, So also Summer House is not premiering this Monday, but it premieres next Monday. Oh, I'm so excited. I am so excited. So, and it really does seem like we've not gotten an official announcement, but we're seeing They're really Carlin. not like advertising this. I know it's so weird. Like I, this it's like it. they, this needs to be. Bravo needs to realize that Summer House is their PS de resistance. Oh, I'm hey, I'm interviewing. I I don't know what your mouth. I I'm interviewing. Uh, uh, I'll tell you after the show. I'm not good at reading lips. Why can't you just say it? Well, because I don't want to tell the audience. Oh, it, okay. Interview. Uh, anyways. But I'm really excited for the new season. But it really does seem like. Oh, Carl- are you saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Together. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm excited uh, for that one. Um, You're just going to have to wait and see, audience. Well, and the first episode, I have not gotten my hands on it yet, but it's out there. And I was told you're not going to fucking believe the first episode and Lindsay's storyline. So I don't know what that means. I don't, I'm I really don't so know what excited. that means, I'm but it so is, excited. and I just hope, I just hope we don't have the first episode where we have to see, like, I need to work up to Austin saying, I want to lick you front to back. I want to work up to that. If it's the first episode, I might throw my TV out the window. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. it's sickening. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, we're not ready for that. We don't need Austin right away. Like, he's no, not no, no, a no. Member. Like, In fact, blur him like, out, like blur him out, like nudity, like just bl- put a black blur him out. Like they blurred out Stassi and Jackson pumped rules wait oh but God. yes okay no is it going i was going to say austin wasn't even in the promo shot and craig was well yeah right? because hopefully he's just in it for like one episode to nail yeah. Lindsay. you know it's like a capsule episode yeah it's a, it's a, <laughs> um speaking of vanderpump rules though i was supposed to uh air my orange county recap on friday but i ended up going to tom sandoval's house thursday night and i was no, there I was what? there. I we was need there. To talk till, about this. I was there till three in the morning, and I have like so on Tuesday. I think a two and a half interview with Tom, two and a half hour interview with Tom Sandoval is going to come out, and like he spilled on so many things. And then afterwards, we got finished, and he, like the dude, is just like above and beyond on all things. Like he saw, like I've, I've, 
hung out with that dude so many times, but like we actually got to talk and like, he knows what a geek I am. He was showing me like, I walked away with the wig hair when Jack's dressed up like an old man on his bachelor party. I had that. He was like, he goes, do you want this dude? And then guess what you I have? You could sell that for thousands. At least, at least $10. Yeah. 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 And guess what he gave me? And there's only 15 in existence. Um, a Charles McMansion um, t-shirt. No, but he did give me a Richella wrist bracelet like Coachella. He made actual bracelets like the Coachella wrist bracelets. And he goes, yo, dude, he goes, and this is actually was way more expensive to make than I thought. And uh, he gave me one of the 15 wrist bracelets for Richella. And I, I asked him, I said, yo, dude, we, sh- you should still do Richella every year, even if they broke up, you know, like, because let's go. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, dude, you're giving me ideas, dude. And he's not even like this dude is like working on a different level. And he also, I don't know if this was in the interview or not, but he talks so so much about like everything you guys that we're seeing this season is completely real. It's just that production shapes it in such a way that makes it seem kind of cheesy and not like. I believe it. I think the Brock and the James thing seems very real. Oh, totally real. But I will also say Ariana was there as well. And said they both very much vouch for Brock. And they said, you know what? And they were explaining some things. I said, but you realize he's coming off very poorly in the show. And they're like, we totally realize that. But that is not like they were really going to bat for him. And I got to say, they've never they've always been on the up and up. Um, Also, I don't think I can tell you it this week, but I had a whole big interaction with Sheena Shea this uh, this week. And <laughs> I'll see what happens this week so I can tell the story to you next week. But uh, it, it was like, I just can't live in this kind of drama. Like I was in a full dramatic situation with Sheena Shea on. Don't you t- guys already Tuesday have night. beef because of yeah, her Yeah, because I so might have. What happened? Well, I can't, t- I don't want to, I got to wait for You some, can't do this to us. I, I, but it was all of a sudden I'm in a full on back and forth with Sheena Shea. Like it was wild and these people are like this show is very real where all of a sudden you're like this is so sheena like what is happening right now is so sheena but i will say with any of these people even with tom i said how do you guys live like this because i was like a little bit of this almost gave me heart palpitations this week how do you do this and he's like he's like dude i'm telling you man I, I I have I have like an ulcer almost every year. I have an ulcer, and he was t- he was, he showed me the Randy Jackson samurai sword that Jacks returned. Oh my this god! Season. The early two thousands was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took forty kids to live by themselves in a ghost town to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus.
of the episode in just one second, but uh, wanted to talk a little bit about our sponsor this week. And I am very excited to have our next sponsor with us. Uh, it is awesome. It is a vitamin. Now, Ritual Vitamins are now my vitamin of cho choice, not just because I got them for free, you guys. No, ser seriously. In fact, I was talking to my friend about this is like, I, I don't like when they they send me products that I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep using this, which means I'm going to have to pay for this. But this is a product that I actually am going to be happy to pay for because in 2022, like I've been talking about last week, it is all about a, the podcast, and B, my health. I want to get healthy again. Uh, and you got to start with a vitamin. Uh, they, they sent me this information and I thought was fascinating. I want to share with you. Uh, they said gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored. Over 90% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet. And 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. Now, Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin. I'm taking the, the man vitamin, of course. Uh, it was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. So it's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual didn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. So the results of this was that Essential for Women 18 Plus Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. The clinical study was published in the leading scientific journal, Frontiers in Nutrition. Uh, but I, you know what? I also got to say, uh, they didn't put this in the information, but I love people that are like, yo, this is what it does. We have proof. Like, that's what we, we I love that this is somebody that's like, I have proof of exactly what I'm telling you. Uh, a published clinical study is a big deal. It's a serious commitment to a first-of-its-kind standard in the industry. Ritual is committed to third-party testing from USP and the non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-free ingredients, and always clear communication no shady stuff. I love that. Uh, so I've been taking it for a couple of weeks now. Um, and I love it. it is now my multivitamin. I take in the morning. Uh, I do that. I'm, do, I'm doing the Peloton. I'm trying to be proactive about my health because remember, we talk about it. This is our bodies at this point. Our brains and our bodies are things that we have to do routine maintenance. And Ritual is a great way to start your day. So right now, Ritual is offering my listeners, so bad it's good listeners, 10% off your first three months. So visit ritual.com forward slash so bad and turn healthy habits into a say it with me a ritual that's 10 percent off at ritual.com forward slash so bad remember as always these will be in the show notes and now ladies and gentlemen back to our show did you um, tell him what we discovered that it was what reddit discovered actually that, that it was that, after the reunion yeah yeah, yeah. What did he, say? he was like yeah but he was he was going in deep like like the cool thing about it is that these dudes really were friends. Like he, like yeah. we talk about the couch in his old apartment that the drive scene happened on with Jackson. Oh my and God. Kristen. And I was like, and I, this is how serious he takes things. I go, yo, I go, I can't believe I was at the episode. I was watching the other day. You guys threw that couch out. I would have loved that couch. That's a piece of history. And he's like, 
well, maybe we can track it down. Like, I know it went to the lead singer at Charles McMansion, but he died. And so we could find it. I go, no, 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 no. It's all right, man. Like, we don't need the, like, he is so, but he, this is a great I quote. love him. So that's why I, I will always be team Sandoval because he's just like so easy to root for. Oh, he brought out this. He brought out the trumpet. He brought out, like, he was, he was so cool and so wanting to make this the best thing that, and, and it was so sweet. He was nervous. You could tell he was nervous as hell. And like, it was so, I was like, dude, this is wild that you're even nervous. He wanted to make it so good. And uh, I just really appreciate that effort, but also the jacks of it all. It's like, you realize this is so real. Like the, even the yeah. shit in between talking to him, I'm like, whoa, like it is wild. But he also yeah. said, he's like, I will always have love for Jack, Stassi, everybody. He's like, I like Kristen, all of that. Like we went through something or, you know, that, that, very few people get to do. And he also was talking about like taking it so seriously because he knows how lucky he is, how, what a lottery this is. And he wants to like be able to afford his house and he wants to be able to like, you know, it really was very interesting. And that's why I really want Bravo to really reveal a little bit behind the curtain a little bit more because it's just as fascinating as what they do on the show. Yeah. Wait, did you get any tea about um, James and Raquel? Yeah. So which by the way, I, I want to like, so Raquel is on shenanigans, Sheena's podcast this past week. And Raquel like goes into it where I'm like, she production must be pissed off because Tom also said, wait to this. He goes, I don't know what's going to make it in the reunion, but it was insane with the Lala Randall stuff with all of it. But like, so he said, James and Raquel like almost were crying to him because they felt so bad that he had paid money for Richella, you know? And they felt so bad. And he's like, guys, that doesn't matter. Like, I just want you guys to be happy, you know, like, and yeah, well, they were engaged for like a significant amount of time. So it's not like they like right away. were like, Oh my God, no, no, no. Like they were engaged. Well, so he said, well, on the, this podcast with Sheena, uh, Raquel says that this had been in the works for a while with her and her family. And she was waiting for the right time to tell James because he, he can get angry and stuff like that. And so she had been planning this for a while. And then the day before they broke up, they went to Disneyland with Sandoval and Ariana and he didn't even know then. And she didn't know how to like tell him. So she went to Disneyland and um, it like, so this was, and when she finally did tell him, she's like, yo, like, this is not working out. And he's like, what can I do? Can I do anything? And he's like, you know, he's like, eventually he accepted it. It was like, I can see in your eyes, there's nothing. And she also told him, it kills me. It breaks my heart every time that you mistreat somebody, a little piece of me dies. And she also huh. said, she also said, I just, I just saw that, like, I'm all about family. And I just saw that future holidays were potentially going to be ruined because of the relationship with my family and DJ James Kennedy. And it was really kind of heartbreaking. And I'm not, there's no side here. Cause it seems like DJ James Kennedy has a lot of stuff to work out, but like, it was really interesting to hear from Raquel's point of view. And also I think Barry's the lead a little bit on the reunion. I can't like, obviously she didn't get permission to go on Sheena's podcast and say all this stuff. It, it was, it was fascinating. Oh my God. I'm so interested to see how this all plays out. I mean, it sounds like she did the best decision for her and that's, you know, that's when, you know, it's serious when someone has to like come up with a plan to break up with someone because they're scared of how angry they're going to get and they don't know what they're going to do. Like that is like a a scary situation to be in. Like that's very revealing and like good for Raquel for realizing that she deserves better because I know, you know what? And I saw other people comparing the two. It's what everyone wanted for Brittany. 
But Brittany just saw like dollar signs staying with Jax being like, it's just easier. Like I'm on oh the show. Oh my God. I thought you, I thought you meant Brittany Spears. I was trying to make the connection. No, yeah. no, no. Brittany and Jax. Yeah. It's like what, what Brittany didn't do, which yeah. is like what everyone wanted Brittany to do. Like Brittany would have been like a fan favorite. She would have been like, you know, the star of the show. If she had, you know, embraced the fact that realized that Jax is a piece of shit, just like James is a piece of shit. And I know that like a lot of people were expecting James he was kind of having a redemption arc with his sobriety, but like deep down, he is an asshole. He's not a good person. And like, yeah, there's the, sobriety, see, there's a, there's sobriety a deep, doesn't change if you're a piece of shit. There's a deep seated anger within DJ James Kennedy yeah. that we thought came from alcohol. It obviously doesn't. And that's a hard place to be as a human because you really don't know how to tackle those problems. Like that anger doesn't dissipate ever. Like, you know, I, we, we all know somebody or are somebody that are like that. And it's just really hard to get past that ever. So I, my heart goes out to him, but at the same time, he's still an asshole, you know? Yeah, Sometimes. exactly. Well, yeah, he's he's a big time asshole. Well, my roommates never watch Vanderpump Rules and she's been making her way through the entire, like, so every time I go out, like a new episode's on. And I forgot there was a whole season when Brittany was like first living out here and got a job at Sir, where like everybody was openly joking about Jax being a cocaine head. Yeah. Like they're like, they like, I just did the Jack's roast and like Sandoval's like, you know, Hey, it always seems like it's uh there's allergy season when Jax is around, you know, and he's yeah. talking like, you know, it's just, it was so and during that whole roast. The only thing that Brittany's mom cared about was that Jax <laughs> may have kissed a man before. Oh my God, Sophie, you're right. Like that was, I was cracking up. Cause he's like, she's like, I don't know about that man stuff. Everything else, the cheating, the drugs, everything was fine. But that man thing, do not kiss another man, you know? Yeah. Like, oh my God. So yeah. Like Raquel, like a hundred percent did the right thing. And Brittany did not because look at Brittany's life now. Sorry. Um, Okay, so as we start winding down here, you guys, this always goes way too fast. Um, oh, this since you did see Spider-Man, I do have a Spider-Man news story. Spy, uh, Sophie did see Spider-Man with her boyfriend. So she's one of those. Is that your tweet, uh, the Marvel girl, the Marvel girlfriend? Yeah, like during the previews, I would not shut the fuck up about every celebrity. I was like, oh my God, like uh, that's Zoe Kravitz. You know, that's Lenny's daughter. Because oh my God, the Batman. That. You saw the Batman preview. Yeah, we saw the Batman preview. We saw a bunch of movies with Aiza Gonzalez, who hooked up with Timothy Chalamet. We saw the Death on the Nile preview where Army Hammer's cut out. So, like, everything I was, like, explaining. Cut that out. My boyfriend, who's okay, named... Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Anyway, um, I was explaining... And he was just like, I don't care. He was like, okay, just not even looking. He was just ready for, like, Spider-Man to start. Well, the bat... Wait, wait, I will say... I'm very excited about the Batman. Okay. I'm a huge I'm not, Batman head. I'm a huge Batman head. I love, so that's my, like, that is my standard. I was expecting something like a little more dark with Spider-Man and Spider-Man was very much like a very light, like fun comedy kind of, which I well, like, it was fun. Well, Batman's going to knock you off your coal mining ass. Like exactly. it is supposed so to be like, intense. Right. I don't know if I love Robert Pattinson in the role. Well, He's Bruce Wayne in this, so you don't don't even think about Robert Pattinson. He's Bruce Wayne at this point. Divorce yourself from everything you know about Robert I just Pattinson. Love like Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah, it's, it's great, like, but I like that every like every generation. No one talks about Ben Affleck's. I know. Even Ben Affleck was in uh, the LA Times today saying the Justice League was the worst experience of his career, which I love. Um, 
but what I wanted to say that there's a story that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, the premiere day of Spider-Man, snuck into a movie theater. And of course, you have to wear masks in movie theaters and nobody knew. And they watched it together. And it was a beautiful bonding experience between two Spider-Mans. And I thought that was a feel good story. Adorable. And then Andrew Garfield gave Tobey Maguire a handy. Love that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, OK, so uh, let's see uh spider-man oc um okay oc blind i have some tea oh did you watch oc this week yes this is a, a dumois blind i have some tea on this new housewife she was dating this millionaire who gave her a lot of money and put her through medical school allegedly she cheated on him and tried to sue her a couple of years ago also she was upset at her office a few months ago saying her husband was leaving her it was super awkward when she came in and her face was swollen and red and then she posted about him on ig being so great the next day and now they're on a show it's all very and this has got to be Dr. Jen. Dr. Jen. Dr. Right? Jen. Yeah. I mean, I had read some shady things that she had like been sued before by like a patient. Like, yeah. Ronald, Ronald Richards like was spilling the tea on Dr. Jen. Yeah. So like all of a sudden I'm like, Dr. Jen, you're shady. What do you think about Noella? I'm over Noella. I mean, me too. Like the whisper so scene, the whisper scene. I was like, uh, like I love to watch it. It made me laugh. But, I, you know, Sweet James is obviously a douchebag, but, you know, she doesn't seem super awesome either she's you know? so thirsty like the fact that she i didn't even understand what she was mad at jen about and like <laughs> she was just trying to be a housewife you know yeah she was trying way too hard to be a housewife and also someone else pointed this out like at her home when like during the whisper scene she is the hermes blanket like she is like the perfect no makeup makeup look like you would tell that she has studied what it's like to be a housewife and like viewers don't like that like we like organic i'm sad about apparently mia's leaving potomac yeah, but also I, I told you that, I told you this months ago. Mia said on Twitter months ago that she did not think she would be returning to the show. I so know, this but I like Mia. I love I I really like Mia too. Yeah. Mia Mia went like but compared to Noella, I was like Mia sometimes did a couple thirsty things, but like compared to Noella, there's no rate. Like it's like Noella oh, yeah. is the thirstiest, and like for her, yeah, to call Noella is so thirsty. Um. Demi Lovato, our other favorite non-binary besides Che Diaz, uh, revealed, unfortunately, that she did another rehab stay. And, th- and they put it out by saying she did it very quietly. And then uh, also that Dr. Wu, the famous tattoo artist, gave her a giant spider tattoo on their head. So, I, I mean, there's nothing to joke about about rehab, but I think we said many times that this is where we thought they might be headed in terms of California sober, you know? Yes, yes. Demi. Uh, oh, Demi. Euphoria. Oh, Euphoria is returning tonight. I'm sure everybody's very excited. We'll talk about that next week. Um, the Bachelor, what were your any quick thoughts on The Bachelor? Didn't watch. I have I have so like I'm just over the bat. It's fatigue. I'm way I like couldn't even get through Michelle's season. I'm sorry. And it's nothing on Michelle. It was the, some of the most boring, uneventful television I've ever watched in my entire life. It felt like homework to watch it every week. So I was like, I'm done. I'm I'm done for a little bit. I'm done with the Bachelor franchise. I'm all bachelored out. I will maybe tune in during Paradise. Interesting. I love that. I'm the same way. I'm not even going to do it. You know, I just it feels like homework. It's like just so painfully boring now. Um. Uh, I know you're not watching Real Housewives of Miami, but I think it's very good. Alexia. Yeah, I has, need to watch it. I need to watch uh, it. That's on Peacock. Alexia, yeah. uh, Alexia's son, you guys, 
He was arrested on domestic abuse charges. Uh, There was this really gripping scene at the end of this week's Miami episode where her current Alexia's fiance and her son got into a fight about taking care of uh, her other son who is, uh, you know, has was in a involved in a car accident uh, many years ago and is uh, mentally handicapped right now. And it's a very, very, it was one of the most gripping scenes in housewives history. My heart broke, but then the same week that he got arrested on domestic abuse charges. And then the son went to Instagram and posted a Johnny Depp meme saying that Johnny Depp was falsely accused of domestic abuse charges too. Oh, I saw and that, that people right. need, people need to believe men. And I just, it makes me so sad when that was his response to abusing his girlfriend like by the way girls can be jerks too and like can throw shit in guys ways but it's up you know you don't have to you know he still got physical with the woman that's just not right right exactly yeah Uh, okay and i saw i saw someone post the johnny depp thing and i was like yeah happy 40th birthday to kate middleton and uh we all hbd kitty uh and and you guys that's it i mean that is that is it we we covered so much in we we did we landed this in an hour that's wild um i could talk to sophie all that by the way and and hopefully if we get dumois uses that voice box changer i'm gonna get one for sophie's boyfriend and that way sophie's boyfriend I'll send you guys a voice uh, it will make them sound like the villain from Scream, which by yes, the way- Yes, I'm so excited. The new Scream movie comes out on Friday. I'm really excited to see the new Scream movie. Do you, you don't like Scream? Isn't it, wait, is it, I mean, like I, I was too young for like the original Scream. Like I've watched Oh, get now. into it. Yeah, but wait. So like, is it out on streaming app? Like which app is it on? Well, unfortunately they broke like the streaming, they, they all fucked up. So it's all on different things. Like, I think you can get some of them on Amazon prime. I think you can get one of them on Peacock, one of them on Netflix. There's not one hub for the screen thing. Well, which what, seems- what about the new one? Well, the new one will be out in theaters on Friday. Oh, it's in theaters. Yeah. Theaters. Oh, yeah. It's one of those. Okay. Okay. One of those. Okay. You, you remember the movie theaters. I well, we saw Spider Man. That was really it was really fun to be back in a movie theater. I love going to the movies. Oh, I saw Licorice Pizza. I really, I really at the movie theater. Oh, you that liked was it? I did like it. The discourse is wild around it because, like, if you see it, it's like it takes place in the seventies at this certain period of time, and uh, you know the discourse around it. And there's a character that makes fun of Asian accents, but yeah, you know, it's just weird. Like saying that makes it seem a certain way. But this guy is based on a real guy that actually did the same, was like, like had a fixation with Japanese culture, but never knew how to speak, speak the language. And he would marry Japanese ladies and he would say things with a Japanese accent, how he knew it, but it would be in English. So there's two scenes and that it's getting like, it's getting nailed by people saying it's very offensive, but like, I don't know, like it's a weird, it's an interesting conversation to have. And I don't know if I'm the person to have it, but I understand hurt, but it, it is based on a real person in the seventies. There's like Mary Cosby. Well, it's, it's the Mary Cosby story, but like you, you know, I always say like, go see the movie and see for yourself. And also, yeah, I need to see the scene for myself. Cause I've read a lot of discourse about it. Well, and also the, the, the boy is 16 and the girl is 25 in, in this, yeah, Lana but the boy is like a hustler, like not a, not a male hustler, but like a hustler, like for money, like you yeah. guys got to see, you guys got to see it. But I, I thought it was just, 
still weirdly charming. Like I, I really enjoy, and it was a movie theater. I loved it. So I love uh, the Boogie Nights vibes. Cause like, uh, I love Boogie Nights. This is a throwback to Boogie Nights. This like finally feels like Paul Thomas Anderson was like mining that same, the Valley in California during the seventies vibe. And I really, yeah. it just, like I loved watching a movie where nobody had a cell phone. Like, so everybody had to go like run to the person cause they couldn't tell. The I person. always love that. Yeah. Yeah. Just people enjoying themselves. And finally, just the yeah. last thing I wanted to say about Yellow Jackets, the only thing that bothers me about this show is that I don't love the supernatural element because there of Lost. There is a supernatural element. The bear caught fire in the plane. That was just random. All this, No, like, that I, wasn't supernatural. That was the fact that she was flying an old plane. Well, the I see, but there was that thing of like, the woods don't want us to leave. And it's like, it's that reminds me- supernatural. Okay. I haven't gotten any, everything can be explained. The man with the no eyes. That's in Ty's head. See, I'm it's just generational trauma. Everything can be explained. It's there's nothing supernatural. You guys don't listen to him. It's not. I got burned by I got burned by Lost and the I like Ryan? I got burned by Lost and I. Ryan, don't... who are you going to trust? The person that just started watching this show, or the person that has been meticulously studying it for the past nine weeks? That's what I thought. Okay, well then I'm going to put my trust in Sophie as well as you guys should. Uh, what a week. This went so fast. What a what a fun hour. I cannot wait to see what you guys like from this conversation and what you don't. Also, I, I hopefully I'm going to remind you at the beginning of the show, but So Bad It's Good merch is finally here. Woo! You can go to SoBadIt'sGoodMerch.com. We are with Threadless. Uh, we get a very small percentage of every shirt, but I'm so happy to have this out. Stop Sleeping with Kristen Thompson is out. You can get your own shirts today. We have a Renesmee shirt. We have a lot of different shirts uh stickers all that jazz so go order today it is a perfect thing to get after christmas i guess i don't know who knows but uh i'm excited about it and sophie anything else valentine's that- day i guess oh yes what a gift to give your lover um uh anything you said you had some writing come out is that going to come out this week i told you stay tuned i'm currently I'm staying on- tuned. I'm currently working, like I said, on a substack to hopefully be launched by end okay. of January. So we'll see. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Love you, baby. Love to Sophie's mom. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Five, four, three. Betches.